Chapter 24 of the Spanish Brothers by Deborah Alcock. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 24, A Gleam of Light. It is a weary task to school the heart, ere years or griefs have tamed its fiery throbbings into that still and passive fortitude, which is but learned from suffering. Hemans. Shortly afterwards, the son and heir of Doña Inez was baptized with the usual amount of ceremony and rejoicing. After the event, the family and friends partook of a merienda of fruit, confectionery, and wine in the patio of Don Garcia's house. Much against his inclination, Carlos was obliged to be present, as his absence would have occasioned remark and inquiry. When the guests were beginning to disperse, the hostess drew near the spot where he stood, near to the fountain, admiring, or seeming to admire, a pure white azalea in glorious bloom. "'In good sooth, cousin Don Carlos,' she said, "'you forget old friends very easily. "'But I suppose it is because you are going so soon to take orders. "'Everyone knows how learned and pious you are, "'and no doubt you're right to win yourself in good time "'from the concerns and amusements of this unprofitable world.' "'No word of this little speech was lost upon one of the neatest gossips in Seville, "'a lady of rank who stood near, "'leaning on the arm of Losada's former patient, the wealthy canon.' and this was what the speaker, in her good nature, probably intended. Carlos raced to her face, eyes beaming with gratitude for the friendly notice. No change of state, senora, can ever make me forget the kindness of my fair cousin, he responded with a bow. Your cousin's little daughter, said the lady, had once a place in your affections. But with you, as with all the rest, I presume the boy is everything. As for my poor little Inez, her small person is of small account in the world now. It is well she has her mother. Nothing would give me greater pleasure than to renew my acquaintance with Doña Inez, if I may be permitted so to do. This was evidently what the mother desired. Go to the right, then, amigo mio, she said promptly, indicating the place by a quick movement of her fan. And I will send the child to you. Carlos obeyed, and for a considerable time paced up and down a cool, spacious apartment, only separated from the court by marble pillars, between which costly hangings were suspended. Being a Spaniard and dwelling among Spaniards, he was neither surprised nor disconcerted by the long delay. At last, however, he began to suspect that his cousin had forgotten him. But this was not the case. First a painted ivory ball rolled in over the smooth floor. Then one of the hangings was hastily pushed aside, and the little Doña Inez bounded gaily into the room in search of her toy. She was a merry, healthy child, about two years old, and really very pretty though her infantine charms were not set off to advantage by the miniature nun's habit in which she was dressed, on account of a vow made by her mother to Our Lady of Carmel, during the serious illness for which Carlos had summoned Losada to her aid. She was followed almost immediately, not by the grave elderly nurse who usually waited on her, but by a girl of about sixteen, rather a beauty, whose quick dark eyes bestowed, from beneath their long lashes, bashful but evidently admiring glances on the handsome young nobleman. Carlos, ever fond of children and enjoying the momentary relief from the painful tension of his daily life, stooped for the ball and held it, just allowing its bright red to appear through his fingers. As the child was not in the least shy, he was soon engaged in a game with her. Looking up in the midst of it, he saw that the mother had come in silently and was watching him with searching, anxious eyes that brought back in a moment all his troubles. He allowed the ball to slide to the ground, and then with a the touch of his foot sent it rolling into one of the farthest quarters of the spacious hall. The child ran gleefully after it, while the mother and the attendant exchanged glances. "'You may take the noble child away, Juanita,' said the former. 
Juanita let off her charge without again allowing her to approach Carlos, thus rendering unnecessary the ceremony of a farewell. Was this the mother's contrivance, lest by spell of word or gesture, or even by a kiss, the heretic might pollute or endanger the innocent babe? When they were alone together, Doña Inez was the first to speak. I do not think you can be so wicked after all, since you love children, and play with them still, she said in a low, half-frightened tone. God bless you for those words, senora, answered Carlos with a trembling lip. He was learning to steel himself to scorn, but kindness tested his self-control more severely. Amigo mio, she resumed, drawing nearer and speaking more rapidly. I cannot quite forget the past. It is very wrong, I know, and I am weak. Eh, de me, if it be true you really are that dreadful thing I do not care to name. I ought to have the courage to stand by and see you perish. But my kinsfolk, said Carlos, do not intend me to perish, and for the protection they afford me I am grateful. More I could not have expected from them, less they might well have done for me. But I would to God I could show them and you that I am not the foul, dishonored thing they deem me. If it had only been something respectable, said Doña Inez with a sort of writhe, such as some youthful irregularity or stabbing or slaying somebody but what use in words i would say i counsel you to look to your own safety do you not know my brothers i think i do senora that an alvarez de Minaya should be defamed of heresy would be more than a disgrace it would be a serious injury to them there be more ways than one of avoiding the misfortune carlos looked inquiringly at her Something in her half-averted face and the quick shrug of her shoulders prompted him to ask, Do you think they mean me mischief? Daggers are sharp to cut knots, said the lady, playing with her fan and avoiding his eye. With so many ghastlier terrors had the mind of Carlos grown familiar, that this one came to him in the guise of a relief. So, The sharpness of death, for him, might mean no more than a dagger's thrust after all. One moment here, the next in his Savior's presence. Who that knew aught of the tender mercies of the holy office could do less than thank God on his bended knees for the prospect of such a fate? It is not death that I fear, he answered, looking at her steadily. But you may as well live. Nay, you had better live. For you may repent, may save your unhappy soul. I shall pray for you. I thank you, dear and kind senora, but through the grace of God my soul is saved already. I believe in Jesus Christ. Hush, for heaven's sake. Doña Inez interrupted, dropping her fan and putting her fingers in her ears. Hush, or ere I am aware I shall have listened to some dreadful heresy. The saints help me. How should I know just where the good Catholic words end and the wicked ones begin? I might be caught in the web of the evil one, and then neither saint nor angel, no, nor even Our Lady herself, could deliver me. But listen to me, Don Carlos, for at all events I would save your life. I will listen gratefully to aught from your lips. I know that you dare not attempt flight from the city at present. But if you could lie concealed in some safe and quiet place within it till this storm is blown over, you might then steal away unobserved. Don Garcia says that now there is such a keen search made after the Lutherans that every man who cannot give a good account of himself is like to be taken from one of the accursed sect. But that cannot last forever. In six months or so the panic will be past, and those six months you may spend in safety hidden away in the lodging of my lavandera you are kind peace and listen i have arranged the whole matter and once you are there i will see that you lack nothing it is in the morero a house hidden in a very labyrinth of lanes 
a chamber in the house which a man would need to look for very particularly ere he found it how shall i succeed in finding it you notice the pretty girl who led in my little inez peep the lavendera's son is ready to die for the love of her she will describe you to him and engage his assistance in the adventure telling him the story i have told her that you wish to conceal yourself for a season having stabbed your rival in a love affair oh dona inez i almost a priest <laughs> well well do not look so horror-stricken amigo mia what could i do i dared not give them a hint of the truth or both my hands full of double ducats would not have tempted them to stir in the affair so i thought no shame of inventing a crime for you that would win their interest and sympathy and dispose them to aid you passing strange said carlos had i only sinned against the law of god and the life of my neighbor they would gladly help me to escape did they dream that i read his words in my own tongue they would give me up to death juanita is a good little christian remarked doña inez and peep also is a very honest lad but perhaps you may find some sympathy with the old crone of a lavendera who's of moorish blood and it is whispered knows more of mohammed than she does of her breviary carlos disclaimed all connection with the followers of the false prophet how should i know the difference said doña inez i thought it was all the same heresy in heresy but i was about to say peep is a gallant lad a regular maho his hand knows its way either amongst the strings of a guitar or on the hilt of a dagger he's often served caballeros who were out of night serenading their ladies and he will go equipped as if for such an adventure you also bind a guitar on your shoulder you could use one in old times and to good purpose too if you've not forgotten all christian accomplishments together bribe old sancho to leave the gates open and sally forth to-morrow night when the clock strikes the midnight hour peep will wait for you in the calle de candelejo until one to-morrow night i would have named to-night but peep has a dance to attend moreover i knew not whether i could arrange this interview in sufficient time to prepare you now cousin she added anxiously you understand your part and will not fail in it i understand everything senora my cousin from my heart i thank you for the noble effort to save me whether in its result it shall prove successful or no already it is successful in giving me hope and strength and renewing my faith in old familiar kindness hush that step is don garcia's it is best you should go only one word more senora will my generous cousin add to her goodness by giving my brother when it can be done with safety a hint of how it has fared with me yes that shall be cared for now adios i kiss your feet senora she hastily extended her hand upon which he pressed a kiss of friendship and gratitude god bless you cousin he said fea con dios she responded for it is our last meeting she added mentally she stood and watched the retreating figure with tears in her bright eyes and in her heart a memory that went back to old times when she used to intercede with her rough brothers for the delicate and shrinking child who was younger as well as frailer than all the rest he was ever gentle and good and fit to be a holy priest she thought aid to me for the strange sad change yet after all i cannot see that he's so greatly changed playing with the child talking with me he's just the same carlos of old but the devil is very cunning god and our lady keep us from his wiles End of chapter 24